Zero, ten, nine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, six, two, one, zero. Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. It is Saturday, November 11th, 2023. I'm Doug, and joining me again today is Matt. Thanks for having me. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, our, one of our favorites. Um, <laughs> uh, via the Sean Ryan Show, the show thank with you, Sean Ryan. No, thank you. And uh, with Sean, we have Sean's permission. We don't specifically have it, but he gives it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he um, says he it. Gives, he gives, you know, just so we, this is number 65. Yeah. It's on the screen. If you have YouTube, like and subscribe. But if you have YouTube, you'll be able to see the show. I would, you know, if you don't want to listen to it chopped up and listening to us talk about <laughs> talk, Stephen Greer. Talk crap, no. Then, um, yeah, talk crap about Stephen Greer. <laughs> then uh, We love him. Yeah, I, I dumb, love him know. and I don't love him. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's, it's a struggle. It's a... It is a little bit, <laughs> bit, bit of a struggle. So we're going to go. What we're doing is we're listening to the pod, Sean's podcast and um, making our goofy comments. But uh, <laughs> kind of listening to Stephen Greer's, you know, outlook uh, on yeah. what's... And he, he knows for a fact. That's a nice thing. <laughs> Yeah, he knows for a fact. I know for a fact. Yes, so right. here we go. We're about, oh, and by the way, this is episode two on this podcast. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear the beginning of it, just, you, I relabeled episode one. So yes. um, you can pick it up there or you can go right to the uh, Sean Ryan show and check it. So we're going to start it up here. If I can find my cursor. Here we go. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, we got through an hour show, but only 35 minutes of... <laughs> The podcast. So um, here we go. The president, national security people, what they know and what this group has. So what they know, it's like this is, you know, just to make this real for people. When I was briefing uh, years ago, the admiral in charge of uh, J2 Joint uh, Intelligence for Joint Chiefs of Staff, yeah, Admiral the Admiral. Wilson. The Ad- yeah. And that memo leaked out where he... It was debriefed by Dr. Davis, and everyone went, oh, my God. And, and it, it states, you know, I was there for a stand-up briefing, and what they don't know is that at the end of it, I asked the admiral to help us get to the, and this is 97, this is 26 years ago. And he said, well, I don't know how I'm going to help with something when the best technology I can deploy, we can deploy, is a B-2 stealth. And this other group have objects that can do circles around the B-2s, and he acknowledged that to me. I said, well, that doesn't mean you can't. He says, well, I can't. So, we have this technology? He's talking to an admiral now. Oh, no, he says they have it, but they is the um, government above our government. Right, right. So they have it, Right. what are they doing with it? (laughs) Yeah, right, nothing. You know? Uh, Cleaning it, shining it up, hiding it? Yeah, I don't know. So I'm just a little bit curious about what what it's all about. It's authorized. I said, well, where do you need the authorization? Well, he felt he needed authorization from the SecDef, who had already been waived off 
and the president, which was Clinton at the time, who had also, I have a very interesting story since I saw you, but we knew that Clinton had been approached by George H.W. Bush and told, butt out, this is none of your business, dealing with the UFO issue. Because this was one of the very first things Clinton wanted to know about, because I knew people who lived at the White House with him. Um, you know, he, he was very keen on getting to the bottom of it. But the efforts he launched were torpedoed, um, and he eventually backed off of it. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know that whole story. So the president, you always thought that the president of the United States could know everything. Right, right. And now we've got the Senate, we, we've got, you know, the Senate um, hearing, the, is it Senate hearings? Yeah. The House of Representatives. Yep. You know, we've got uh, Tim Burchett. And Ooh, now yeah. they're back in the skiff. Did you hear? The, I did. I heard he got a second. Um, yeah, they're going to get a second hearing. Right. But they're going to get. It, they're going to go in the skiff also. Is Grush going to actually be there? Because I kept hearing that he I, wasn't even there the first time. He wasn't. Because uh, yeah, he didn't have a security clearance right. or something. So they're making moves to try to get everybody the proper clearances. And why don't the people in the oversight, you know, defense budget oversight committees. Giving them money. Giving, that they're giving them money. We're not allowed Okay. <laughs> so here's some money. You you know, can, you're going to do whatever you want with it because you can't tell me. That, that makes zero sense. Well, billions I mean, of dollars. Yes. And we're in the whole trillions of dollars. I and mean, where's all this money coming from? I heard they what they need to do, and I don't even know if they can do this, is they need to get these corporations that are non, uh, uh, you know, that, 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 that are non-foyable, basically. They're the ones they need to get in the skiff. Because they're the ones that can literally talk about that because at that point you know i think some of that is not technically top secret so it's business they're they're you know, well the defense contractors they need to i'm hearing subpoenas are most likely coming out for this so. one yeah and mr uh yeah. and his rico we might yeah, have to maybe, rico a few rico it. it's, yeah. it's an ugly story of corruption and power being abused but uh but he did initially want to really find out what was going on, and it was a sincere effort. And there was an entire uh, special operation stood up around getting, getting that. But I have a very famous Hollywood uh, agent and a superstar who was in a limo with... Superstar. Um, I, in a limo. Uh, and he's in a limo. Come on. He left office and he asked about the UFO issue, and the president said, oh, yes. He says, but... They, I was told by George H.W. Bush that this was none of my business and butt out. And it was made very clear. You're just the, you're, you're only the president. Temporary. You the drift. Yeah, you have to, Temporary. you got to remember it's interesting because my, uh, one of my coworkers is, he's like, it's the CIA, every time this comes up. It's <laughs> the CIA. It's the CIA. It's the CIA. Stooges. And it's like the CIA stooges, which... <laughs> Um, when we say the CIA, why aren't we allowed to hear this? Well, the problem is they're labeling everything ultra top secret. Yes, you yep. know, no matter how mundane it is or how no, nope. you know, and then that gives them, you know, the ability to not show us. Or now he's talking about an ex CIA. Um, H.W. was the director of CIA. CIA, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, he might know everything. Right. And he's a permanent employee versus a president who's there for four 
to, yeah. you know. So, so but he was, at that time, he was out, I think, even at this time, he wasn't the director of the CIA when he talked to Clinton. Right, right. Um, but he yeah, just he said, was... butt out anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was because, told to tell yeah, you to uh, butt out. So just, you don't get to know. So the president, I'll say again, yeah. the president doesn't even get to know. No, it's totally, it's, it's. Uh, not for, not for his eyes. It's for uh, what is it? Only uh, for, for the old eyes only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not for that's right. So, you know, now obviously, if we're going to have a constitution, the rule of law, and a democratic republic, that kind of thing cannot stand. Right. But because Correct. of the power and the money behind this group, it has stood. And you know, years ago in '93, I was at the Wrigley Mansion, and I'll tell you, Sean, it was a very interesting meeting. It was like late at night, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And it was a conference room full Wrigley? of suits. Wrigley Field. And oh, okay. Wrigley, the Wrigley Man. Yeah. This is um, the fall of 93, just before I briefed CIA Director uh, Woolsey. And they said, look, you don't need to be talking. They knew all about this meeting that was going to happen. And I, you don't need to be talking to the president and, and the CIA Director about this. They don't know anything, and they're not going to know anything. If you want to know, you talk to us. We're the WFO. We're the work for other contractors. We're the people who are working on these technologies and doing the technology transfer. I almost thought that was a wrestling. Yeah, the WFO. <laughs> World wrestling. Work for uh, we're, other. We're, but now this, again, is above. It keeps coming yep. out. It's above. Even the president. Even the president. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. It's... Um, He's a temporary employee. He is not permanent. He's not, you know, collecting millions of dollars yeah. on these. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. It's weird. You know, they he'd work for others. So, who are the others? And my always is the question is, who are these others? Right. And who's the one that's saying... This is top secret. You right, who's running it. that show? Burchett. Who's the guy? Well, it's the eight. Yeah. The big eight or whatever, you know. Yep. Those, I think, as I dug into this, um, you know, it's that group, I think, is... I think you're right. Right now is my... I would hang my hat on that. Yeah. And then they were trying to convince me to side with what they were doing. And I said, no. I said, this is a corrupt enterprise. Yeah. And then he offered... He says, you're a doctor. You can take out as many credit cards as you want. We'll zero them out each month because we run the supercomputers that back up the entire banking system. Like, so now we us. know Now we know why we're trillions of dollars. In <laughs> That's exactly why. Right. Right. I do love this because he kind of hits on all of it. Yeah. You know, but so. It's not that I don't believe him necessarily. It's, it's just that... Why him? Why is how does he get access to all this? And it's, why are they entrusting him? And it's same, but it's some of it's like, what do I believe and what do I kind of question with a lot of what he says? Because he goes through a lot of stuff. I'm yeah, I mean, if you know, look. he's the one that should get offed. Yeah, yeah, right. That's you know, I mean, he's so it's like with us. Does he have bodyguards? Yeah, <laughs> I, right. You know, because he's talking about everything, but he must, he's you know, he, I, he there's not a lot of specifics when he's not giving. He's, I think he says he knows names, but he doesn't say them because yeah. for obvious reasons. But. They have 750 whistleblowers. So. 750. That number. And we can get an infinite amount of money no, for through a fact. certain yeah. techniques. 
And so we'll just zero them out. I said, then you're going to own me, aren't you? Because isn't that credit card fraud and banking fraud? He says, no, we're just trying to help. You see how these... This is an absolutely true story. He put me under sodium pentothal lie detector. Fact. But at the end of it, he said, look, we have given at least... This is Now, remember, this is 30 years ago. We have given at least 10,000 people $10 million a piece or more. Were you around when they were doing this? Because I really wish I was around to be getting $10 million. <laughs> they don't care enough about what I yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. The thing is, I tried to do the math on 10,000 times 10 million. And my, I tried to do it on my, on my calculator on my phone, and it wouldn't, it wouldn't even get that it. high. So oh, wow. So 10, I guess people are out there, guys, don't you know math? Well, I, I don't know that 10 million times 10,000 <laughs> is a hell of a lot of yeah. zeros. <laughs> you know, so, you know, that many zeros plus that many zeros. Is your deficit problem. Is going to be, yeah, this trillions of dollars. Well, now I find out where the national debt's going. We're, yeah. we're wiping people's credit cards right. out every month. Right. right. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> to secure their cooperation with this project. Wow. And that was 30 years ago. Now, money is no object if you're printing the stuff up and you're running drugs and you're trafficking and you're siphoning off from the legit. Why? Okay, this is another I question know I what have. you're going to ask. Why do we need to be running drugs right. if, if, we're, we're, if we can wipe out credit cards every That was immediately as soon as I heard that, that was what I was thinking. Why? Yeah, yeah. and that's... And the other one was do the people thing, too, right? Wasn't he claiming that they were, um, you know, when you're selling people, basically? That, yeah. That's, like, why? Well, there's 10,000 people that this has this benefit. Nobody's talking. Right. right. And it was 30 years ago. Imagine doing the money count. Well, how much is that now? Yeah. <laughs> if you catch up with the Hope they adjust it for cost of living. Yeah. Legitimate <laughs> black budget, which there is a legitimate <laughs> black budget that's overseen by the president and the key people in, in the Congress. We're totally legitimate. But a lot of money from that is siphoned off and is through overbilling to the government into these illegal projects. Yeah. It's absolutely embezzlement. Yeah. So we can prove this. See, right that's away. the part that people... scares me. We can prove this. Doesn't that put a target on him? Yeah, and well, you know, maybe he needs to go on the skiff. But the he's... thing is they're over what they do is they put it in what and grush kind of touched on this i believe yeah is that they put the money into a legitimate project let's say this is a very old and simplified sr example but right. let's say the sr 71 we know lockheed's dead in the middle of this okay? right i mean I, always you know i'm lockheed Skunk raytheon yep yep you know these guys are dead in the middle of this yeah i think yeah you know i don't know for a fact right, right. but i believe yep i think you're right so you know it's um yeah, so they funnel it into a legitimate project, and then the government just says, it's going to the SR-71 right. project, so they just get a check. And, well, that money doesn't really go to, with some goes to it probably or whatever. But right, then, not um, all well, of it. We need it for this, but do they, nobody's looking at There's no specifically, receipts. Yeah, specifically <laughs> yeah, yeah. what it's going toward at the project. Million dollar hammer? Yeah. How many of these did you buy? Yeah. <laughs> Give me you twelve. Ten thousand ten million dollar hammers. Yeah. And that's probably when we did the ten thousand dollar hammer back in the seventies yeah. it was. That's when we started looking at things. That's when we started questioning it. <laughs> yep. Where is this moment? Well, we should have looked at it a little more, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Happened. Okay. 
But I think that when you look at that and you go, okay, well, this is where the center of power is. The center of power is not in the Congress. And it's not in the White House. No. And it's not in the legal constitutional government. No. Or the main part of the Pentagon or agency. It's in this group. And it's amassed so much power and wealth and technology that it is, and I'll be blunt, a threat to all life on Earth. It's a threat. Why? Who's the group? I re- I put that. Out I know. There. I was like, who? 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 Who gets to say you can't see That's anything? That's the million dollar question. You know who's that? Well, the CIA. Well, what was it? Department of Defense told me. Okay, well, who did it? Did, was there just a thing that said DOD on your email? <laughs> yeah, he's got and a no person name tag. You Department know, of Defense and guy. it just said you can't have access. Love DOD. Right. <laughs> right. Who told you? There's got to be a guy. There's yeah. got to be a girl. A There's got to be a whatever. People. We need you names. Know? Who? It's way greater threat than China or Iran or Russia ever. And I think people have to take this, what I just said, very seriously because all these other skirmishes, even if there were a couple nukes detonated, is nothing compared to the risk this group poses given the technologies they possess and the intention to use it in a malevolent way, where they could stampede the whole world on a trajectory that would be, you know, an Armageddon. On Twitter, um, I can't remember who it was. I probably shouldn't say their name anyway. Um, but they said they're going to release this, that, I don't know if it's zero-point energy, but that's the energy that you, all you need is a box at yes. your house. Yep. Did you read about that? Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, you just have a box at your house, I guess, and and they and you'll be able to get this energy from wherever you know however they're producing it or an unlimited amount of it yeah no no power lines wow so pg and e's gonna be happy yeah yeah they're gonna be gone yeah (laughs) that's gonna cause problems well and they say that yeah when they the thing is yeah, there's no, you know, oh, that's going to put the oil companies out of business. We're still going to, you know how you make plastic? Right, oil, exactly. You know, I mean, let, that technology is not going to allow us. We're still going to need water delivery systems. That's that right. is not going to solve that. No. You know? Yeah, I don't think it's going to. I mean, when you have to build your pool and you have a floor system that has 10 million miles of yeah. pipe, it's going to need to come from somewhere. Yep. Anything plastic. How many, how much is. How much is plastic? And everything. 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 <laughs> this room I mean, is a it's lot It's going to be greatly reduced because ultimately fossil fuels, you know, are going to be, you know, um, well, they're already, we're still using as much. It always cracks me up. We're still using as much. Because this electric car thing, you know. Oh, EV. God. You got to use more fossil fuel for that electric car, don't you? Well, how does that it's kind of funny that um, I put a cartoon. I don't know if I showed you on Facebook where the guy had his car hooked up to a to the electrical <laughs> thing, and the electrical thing is plugged into the power. To the power, pack. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yes, is that, that are we really using <laughs> yeah. less? Right now, well, we're probably using somewhat less. I, admit. but then what are we doing? We're going to go on a rant here. Yeah, yeah. this is why we don't make an hour <laughs> right. with one subject. The uh, part two or three. <laughs> 16 yeah and it's you know it's it doesn't we don't seem to be using less no, fossil fuels we're just redistributing where we're getting it from and it's the same and is the price for those of us who like gas guzzling beasts like i do <laughs> is the price going to go up when we're using less or is it going to go down right 
it's probably going to... Nothing goes down. Nothing much. goes down. Nothing. <laughs> scenario. So, unfortunately, these people are serious about it. They're whacked out, in my opinion. This is weird. One of the yeah. uh, knock I recently met with, he says, yeah, well, even in this world, and he's been in this uh, super black, dark world. Uh, he's scaring me. And very high up, relatively high up, mid-level anyway. And he said, the way for the folks who are these really super rogue operators, they're recruited for being sociopaths or psychopaths. Now, he says, I was recruited because I was willing to kill on behalf of the country or what's right, but, but not being a sociopath, to do it for the good, if you're going to use lethal force or any, any technology. These folks running these projects are a subset of people who are screened who are, in fact, sociopaths. This is kind of where it went off the rails for me. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, I know, no, it's not, again, not that I, it's, he's, I, I, who's to say whether or not this is true? Yeah. But who's diagnosing these people? Right. It's a, he is, he's it's, a doctor. I don't think he was a psychologist. No, he wasn't, he was an e, e, ER, ER guy. He was an yeah. ER uh, surgeon or something. Yeah. So, and who's to say, who's... It sounds like somebody's opinion. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it is an opinion. He just hired because if you have a whole slew of people like that, you're going to have some problems. Yeah, and they, it, they don't necessarily that you can't contain. That's going to get out. And are those people the ones that can really keep a secret? You know what I mean? When you have that kind of a psychological disorder. Right. Yeah, I think he's just yeah. That's his opinion. So I don't know. It's a, they've got to be somewhat, somewhat not too crazy because well they they're good liars, right? Extremely. You know? And an argument could be made for and you know like I'm not a big Lazar fan, <laughs> but he said the name though. Yes, he said the name. <laughs> I will acknowledge his existence, but not right. as level as a credible UFO witness. All right, I, <laughs> I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. I sent you. I'd like to. I sent you the facts. Yes, I, <laughs> that guy is compelling. But that's a, again an opinion of a of uh, in that German. Yes, yes, German yes guy. it is. Yeah, he, he he was very compelling. Though. Sounds he, like Hans Gruber. You know who Hans Gruber is? Oh God, it sounds familiar. You you watch Die Hard? Oh God, the movie? Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the bad guy. Oh, that's Hans, right. That's okay, Hans that's right. Yeah. He's the guy at the end that <laughs> they he threw off the building. Ah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're like, what does this have to do with you? And psychopaths. <laughs> I'm using this clinically as a doctor. Oh, a you're not a psychologist. <laughs> Sociopaths and psychopaths. Wrong. So I mean, and the ones that are high functioning. Oh, high functioning. Okay. Identified and moved over into these. Get promoted. Rogue. Yeah. Hey, I got promoted. I'm high functioning, buddy. Smart. Extremely smart. So the military um, identifies sociopaths and psychopaths clinically. in their ranks, and then they bring them over to these black projects. And we say military, <laughs> we don't know who they are. Yeah, dark, deep, what do the you say? Deep, dark, black. rogue projects. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. Let's take a so, little too late. I got a question from a friend of mine. I tried to connect you guys. I don't know if you guys connected or not, but um, my friend Chris Beck, <laughs> and um, he just said an idea to run by you. Does this, line, does this theory line up with UFO sightings? And then the question is, is it easier to see UFOs in grays in early hours, one hour before sunrise to an hour after sunrise? The ultraviolet of the sun is it. That's an interesting the ultraviolet question. Ultraviolet of sun is highest in those hours. 
Yours was at night, though. The, right. The, the first one was daytime. hour oh, yeah. before and hour younger, after sunset it was because infrared is highest in these hours. Almost 10 o'clock. Well, oh, actually, it really depends on what modality they're operating in. So what that, what that means is uh, an interstellar vehicle. Now, let's distinguish between the ones that we have. Versus this isn't really the crazy train part of it. This isn't, yeah. It's building. It's building the... Off the rails. <laughs> so you could have one right over your building right here. No sensor would pick it up because it's actually shifted the frequency of it out of linear space time. Uh, sort of. So this is what I call trans-dimensional physics. And then in an instant, nanosecond, it could be. Yeah, this. And that could be a reason why they come on the radar and then all of a sudden disappear. Disappear, yeah. You know, this trans-dimensional thing is really... I think uh, we've heard that in so many cases. Like the one you just sent me with uh, Ron Ronald uh, Gardner. He talks about the trans-dimensional. When yeah. they try to shoot it, it literally goes in a whole dimension, so nothing happens. It does nothing. It's zero. Well, that's it's probably zero. why they can't shoot them down. I mean, right. I would think, you I know. I know some they can. And again... Let's. I think a lot of people go. This is that one being that one race. There's more than one. There's got. There's so many different descriptions. So, well, so I they, think some they have taken down because they. They you know according to Rush they literally have double digits. Well, and also with my theory, my pet theory, they could be intradimensional. They could not right. be from another planet. That's Maybe right. they're us from the future. Yep. Yeah. And here they are in this special time trying to save us from ourselves. And we're shooting them down. <laughs> That's how we thank you. Shoot first, ask questions later. That's how we thank you. <laughs> or it could be something in between. So there's a little bit if you've ever had a rheostat for a dimmer switch or something, you can make it brighter, dimmer, turn it all the way off. So those technologies allow for an object to be fully in 3D or shifted dimensionally, literally, out into another dimension and back. Now, these are not interdimensional. They're more transdimensional because their origins are another star system. Trans. They're also interdimensional <laughs> objects, and those are things from another dimension, dimension. that is not from the, the material cosmos, but they can be confused with some of the extraterrestrial uh, phenomena. It's a very complex thing. So in terms of seeing these objects, I think people, you know, when it's not super bright... Uh, in the, with the sun, you're going to see more uh, an object that's going to be silhouetted than in bright, bright sunlight. Okay. Um, and the other issue, I think, is that the ones that we have can also operate in a way where they are uh, substantially have an electromagnetic field around them that can kind of cloak them, but under certain lighting conditions and radiation, let's call it infrared, ultraviolet, it depends on the condition, you can get a glimpse of them as they're moving. Uh, so I think that this gets into understanding the, the underlying technology of how these objects yeah. work. And that's why when we're doing our, our expeditions where we're going out, making contact and looking, we have a whole set of protocols and I train people on what to look for, what the phenomenon might be. You know, if you're having cameras, whether it's settings, I don't do camera work. Full disclosure, I'm an idiot with cameras. But <laughs> now um, we know so that you have it set properly, <laughs> and what, and also know what to look for. Uh, but I think that the um, technology determines more than the time of day. But the time of day might facilitate. That's why I think when when it's still light, but it's not bright light, 
and that, that spectrum you, you'll see an object more easily. Okay. But I think it has to do with, I don't think it has to do with the actual innate occurrence. Yeah. I think it has to do with what we can see. What we can see with these things. Okay. Or ours. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. When you're talking transdimensional, How do I even ask this? You're talking about dimensions. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Well, in the universe, let's call it the cosmos, you know, it's, it's described by astrophysicists as sort of this 3D thing. Now, it, if you look at uh, quantum entanglement and the concepts of the universe being a holographic conscious entity, which it is, then you start talking about not just material, but you're also talking about uh, other dimensions that are at refined levels of frequencies and vibration. So the speed of light, the speed of electrons, atoms, what have you, all of that would pertain to what we call the 3D, three-dimensional. If you were to cross over that in, in frequencies, and this is, again, where you start getting into some very strange WSFM, like I mentioned, phenomena. <laughs> then you're Weird talking science. about Weird other science. embedded dimensions. <laughs> but it's not like it's some distant place. It's folded within. So, you know, a, a hologram, if you look at a hologram of Marilyn Monroe with her dress blowing up, you know, like that. Hey, hey. If you were to just yeah. zoom in it's on one program, piece buddy. of dress on the edge of the, her, her, her skirt, you and zoom in on it, the entire image would be in there and zoom in again, it'd be, it's holographic. So you have to kind of get your mind around the cosmos is this conscious quantum hologram. And so there are many, many, many dimensions, not just this plane of three dimension uh, that is all in full. How do you get your head around the fact that, or the concept, I should say fact, I know for a fact, the, uh, <laughs> different dimension thing is really weird i, I, I mean, get kind of lost you know yeah i mean i don't I mean, get my head around that much yeah i don't i i can figure out a lot of stuff you really have to be in the physics i think to completely be able to understand a lot of that and yeah I, i'm still at you know one plus one yeah two. <laughs> and, within it so a lot of the confusion happens where everything, like a, something weird, like a poltergeist event, will be conflated with uh, something extraterrestrial. Well, it isn't. You know, it's, it was someone who, like in the ER, I had this happen once. Some guy that was killed, couldn't save him. You know, it was murder, and he was angry. And at 3 in the morning, he started taking all the stuff out of the cabinets. But he wasn't there. It was just his spirit. Weird stuff. So... That kind of phenomenon. That doesn't get reported. So now he saw a ghost. Yeah, yeah, he went from right. Or, <laughs> or just he assumes he's taking. He's throwing it all in there. It's all it, going in the hat. Well, that's why when I sent this to you, I'm like, holy crap! Right, right, right. two and a half hours. <laughs> right, and we a are, lot. and we are exactly. We have an hour and forty five minutes <laughs> left. Expect a part three. This is folks. the point where Debbie get up out of the chair. Yeah, she's gone. Out. She's out. She's <laughs> How many episodes is this going to have to turn into? Yeah, it's weird. But the poltergeist thing is it? It is all connected. Look at Skinwalker Ranch with the yeah. whole, you know, hitchhiker effect. Yeah, and it's... Uh, it, it's according I to them, I kind of can figure out that 
or I kind of can understand how maybe ghosts are, you know, maybe this, it is an interdimensional thing. Maybe there really aren't, he said it was a dead guy. Or maybe his spirit. I think it's a time somehow. thing. I think time isn't, time is everywhere at all times, all the time. So how it gets all crisscrossed and maybe, maybe it's, that's why we're thinking it's ghosts. Something's moving here because yeah. it's literally here in a different dimension. The shift. The and I think it's shift. a ghost because it's not here, here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, um, if you get a if you get a chance, to watch that Interstellar, um, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, see that? yes, yeah. At the end, where I don't he, remember seeing it. Yeah, it's an interesting about you know the time shift and nice. how you know it's it looks like a ghost because he's back on Earth. Right. Oh, I love, yeah, I gotta watch that. To everybody isn't extraterrestrial; it's interdimensional. You see what I'm saying? I do. Okay, so I'm trying to do some very kind of cr crude analogies, but the, the confusion comes in is that if you're an interstellar capable civilization, which means you're going from point A in the cosmos to here, B, it's like if, you, if this were a piece of paper, you're not going a straight line across the paper, you're folding the paper being space-time. Okay. And so these two points are here. Have you ever, have you ever seen... An example of that. Your where buddy they, Lazar had a great yeah, example. <laughs> yeah, he's copying Lazar. Right, right. Where like, you, do, you just fold it and then yeah. you stick it in so, and you just take the... And, yep. And then you... Well, they're not going from here to here. They're folding they're, it and then you're poking you yes. the pin through. Yep, and you're going through. Yeah. That's how you do it. And that still doesn't really explain We're talking what? That, early 90s, I think, was yeah. when uh, Lazar pretty much... That was the first time I heard of it. Are you, are you getting cold? No, no, no. Okay. Because I, I have to explain, I have to explain about our HVAC system. Okay, okay. This is why everybody fast forward. The, uh, um, if they haven't already. So uh, it's like a hospital. We had called. in our in the game room. Right. Would, would not get heater. Would did I tell you the story already? It would I think not so. get yes. heat. Yes. So anyway, so we'll get we'll go right to the end. Then so we had a fan put in and. The uh, to push the circular. air through, yeah. But then when they went up to fix it, a lot of the ducting was just. I mean, we barely were getting anything oh, throughout the years. But now they've got it hooked up, so when you turn it on, it's it good. sounds like a jet fighter landing <laughs> in all the vents. So if I turn the air on or the heat, right at this time of year, right, you would hear it. Probably pretty prominently. <laughs> is there a jet landing on your and, roof? You know, <laughs> I had to text Deb wondering when is this because I didn't want to cut the show. Okay, can you turn off? The yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that the, note, the plane's landing. I'm right. enlightened now, and so, but in the process of doing that, it, this sort of bending and, and altering space time, you then bump up against and cross these other dimensions. And this is sort of the intersection between what some people call metaphysics and physics, or the conscious worlds and the, the worlds of light, if you will, the mystics would call astral, and extraterrestrial technologies. And it's a very interesting intersection. I, I find that the most interesting part of this whole subject, but it quickly, you, you have to be, you go in the crazy town way too quickly. Crazy before. town. You're already at the station. You are running crazy town, bro. You are running crazy town. You're the mayor. <laughs> Those capabilities can be technologically stimulated to occur. It's like the Skinwalker Ranch. It's just, 
after a certain cell of this Oak Island group. with UFOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> started setting up phenomena there. It's absolutely uh, are you watching man-made, it? I am. high-end electronics, but interesting. I think I'm done watching it. I'm it's waiting like for the next Stranger one. Things. Yeah, I've never yeah they got me. That's I'm hooked. Did they find the UFO in the Mesa? Mesa? Okay. I gave up. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. think I mean, so. I know guys who have been in laboratories where they have a, a toroid or one That's of the devices. And suddenly it's... they're pulling in spooky-looking creatures that look like they came out of the ninth ring of hell. And they... Yeah. Okay. Hey. Have you seen Hellboy? Yeah, yes, I have. The I love that movie. I love it, too. You mean the be... What he's talking about is the be... like what happened in the beginning. Yes. When all those other creatures came in. Yep. Uh, well, actually, they didn't have a bunch of creeds. Just Hellboy, Yeah, I, I guess, came in on that one. Every metalhead has to like Hellboy. <laughs> it's part of the uh, introduction. <laughs> we have to take a minute to uh, acknowledge your friend, the uh, front-loader driver. Oh, JB, the, <laughs> the, the, the most badass front-loader driver in the universe. Thank you, JB, for watching the show. <laughs> We'll expect that Thank you. advertising check. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. You better push it. <laughs> they literally become 3D and are running around the lab. Weird stuff. Oh, All right. scary. So that would freak me out. Yeah. Is, is this sort of thing. But that can be used in a deceptive Ninth indication of hell. warning. It can be used in a way that everyone on planet Earth would think that it's alien, and it isn't. I see what you mean. Okay, so this is the real, the real danger in all of this, not being disclosed and known, particularly by policymakers and the government and Pentagon and all these folks, is that they're not going to be able, they're going to be so easily gaslit and deceived by people presenting all kinds of phenomena, plural, as extraterrestrial when it isn't because they have mastered the ability of this, what's called stagecraft. That's literally what it's called in some circles. Uh, and this gets back to this whole question of Project Bluebeam, where they could stage. Uh, but what their capabilities are way beyond what most people think they are. Yeah, he pushes and this I a lot. And I began working with some of these geniuses. ET versus rogue projects. He, this is, I noticed he says this a lot in the last, really in the last year and a half or so. Really? I mean, that whole thing that after, so this is July, and then what, a few months later, he had the whole uh, zero-point energy. He pushed yeah. the, the rogue thing versus what an AT craft is. Yeah. How he knows the difference, I have no clue. But Getting back to that zero-point energy, I don't know if that's the same as the energy can be beamed to our house in the box. Pretty much, know, yeah. No Or that that's, that's the technology. Yeah. You know, you want to fix your headphones. Oh, is crooked. it off? Is it crooked? <laughs> we don't want you crooked. <laughs> Um, because so many people are going to be watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, it, it reminds me of Tesla. I mean, it keeps coming up. Tesla, um, had that, I think he had that yeah. technology and that's why he didn't get killed. He just got pushed out, pushed aside yeah. and stolen his, uh, Ideas stolen, yeah, and then locked up because hydro. Remember that you ever heard the story of the hydro engines? Yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy who had the hydro. He could use water. I think he did get killed. Well, they get killed, or they give the other thing. Well, he'll, he actually album. talks about this. Yeah, is that they just pay him so much money yep. to Take buy it. that? Get rid of it. They patent it and buy it, but it has a patent. Right, there's no money in that. 
Yeah, no, we're not doing that. We'll give you millions of dollars. Yeah, screw said the rest of civilization. <laughs> there is no money in that. Stuff. I'm excited because that guy says that we're going to have that box with the energy yeah. in the air like next year. How so. much are we going to pay for that? I'm sure. Well, now it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be free. Because uh, nothing's free. It's going to have some sort of infrastructure. Yes. Yep. You know, and people are going to have to run it and make sure your That's little right. box. They got to you got to buy that little box, which will cost you ten thousand dollars. We're all gonna walk around with it on our chest, yeah, you know, yeah. just to, we had so I can well, run. It gives me more energy. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be running up and down the street with this box on. <laughs> Have it in your car, slow down. little one in your car. Yeah, slow down. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Back in the early '90s, that I met who in late 1950s and '60s had figured this out. So the electronics. Uh, and the very high-end electromagnetic field systems that can do this were unpacked pretty well by between 1955 and 1965, in that a decade. So with, these, with the different dimensions, is so there's another dimension in this room right now, and we just can't... Uh, within this room, folded, it's the enfoldment, it's quantum entanglement. So, Good you know, what Einstein called the spooky effect, you know, where the same particle be in two places at once. He just mm -hmm. lost me. But, but visualize no, that uh, at every point in space and time, at this level of quantum entanglement, you have access to any other point in space and time, but also these other dimensions, up to and including the, the most rarefied, what some people would call the, the conscious being, the unbounded consciousness. It's all folded within this in what I call what? the real the cosmology. <laughs> folded. Uh, understanding the cosmology. Folded. Mainly on astrophysics, current astrophysics. Uh, but, but I think that's the part of this where when you start experimenting with and, and reverse engineering an extraterrestrial vehicle, their communication systems are not based on the speed of light like our cell phones, right, or video. They're based on this understanding of the cosmos because they've lived for millennia in that understanding. And so this is why, you know. This meaning we have no idea how it works. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's you know, just a word for going, we have no clue what well, the hell is. that's like. my, my yeah. you know, uh, that's what I believe. I is strongly it, agree. This is the drop the Harley Davidson on the Mayflower concept. <laughs> Right, right. You know what I mean? It's a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, how do you, let's make it work. Yes. Yeah. It rolls. Yeah, there's buttons. Oh, I did this and I could make it roll. Yeah, yeah. It does. And then it starts. And it's but heavy. then I want to make another one of these. Right. Because I could get around really fast. Imagine them back engineering a Harley on the Mayflower. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not getting very far with yeah, that. They have wood tools. And, and I'm stuff. pretty sure we're facing the same dilemma. This is what we're facing. When they drop a craft. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, we're, we've got this craft. Another thing I've discussed before is that I don't think these things are made in gravity. I think they're actually made in zero gravity yes. and different. I've heard that they're, many times. You know, that they're, we can't replicate how they're made. And then, you know, um, if you believe the Bob Lazar story. <laughs> Second dimension. Yeah. I'm write, that, write that down. Second mention of the yeah, yeah, This is what happens with Trump, too. This is exactly what happens with Trump. People that don't like Trump. But we keep... To, we're not going to start talking about yeah, that. Yeah. But we're bringing Lazar to the same thing. I, I, I'm stepping on my own feet. 
because I keep bringing Lazar up because I don't believe him, but I keep talking about right. it. So that's the thing with Lazar. But right. if what he says is true, they actually couldn't figure out that little, you know, dome. Yeah, that, I think you're right. And they, one guy couldn't figure it out. So he decided, this is another part of the story, that <laughs> he decided he would use a, pl- I think he used a plasma cutter. Right. And decided he wanted to, Wanted to open it up open it using up. that because they couldn't figure out how to open it up. Yep. And it caused a small thermonuclear explosion. Boom! <laughs> which I guess didn't destroy the whole S4 facility, just that office. Yeah, yeah, wow. So, and it that's killed kind of the a guy. small little nuclear. But it didn't kill, that's because this is the guy, and that's the guy that allegedly that Lazar replaced. Yes. Did yep. you hear that story? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I keep talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about the fact that they have technologies that interface with directed thought oh yeah technology assisted consciousness and consciousness AI technology so they can interface bioelectric field and thought and they navigate the spacecraft shit really really (laughs) Elon Musk is trying to do some stuff with Neuralink but he's still using wires and at the speed of light I agree Sean but the idea would be the same that your your thought could actuate to a technological interface that would then not only be using communication, because what's that? The speed of thought versus the speed of light. Yeah. But think about why that's so important. If you're from the Andromeda galaxy, which is two and a half million light years from here, at the speed of light, that's where I'm from. your cell phone, it would take two and a half million years for a signal to get there and another two and a half million years for them to answer and you hear it. It's five million years. So when I, when, I, when I talk about this, I say there are certain technological thresholds you have to have crossed if you're an extraterrestrial interstellar civilization. Those technologies have, the good news is we, we understand them and they could be used to great purpose on Earth. Energy generation, healing, all kinds of things medical, but right now they're in the hands of the worst group of sociopaths that have ever lived <laughs> and they dwarf by far Stalin or Hitler. Dang. In terms of their intention and their capabilities. Dr. Greer what? laying it down. What is their intention? They have it. War machines. Are they using, they're using the control. They did this to implied. say they have it. I mean, why no. just to you know, where is the technology? Yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen it. Okay, well, some people may have seen it, but, but right, what's it waiting for? So the sociopaths have it, which is even scarier if that's true. But so they're just keeping it. Yeah, but they're using it to run drugs so that they can make more money. Yeah, because, and to exploit people. But yet people. they can zero out your credit card. Yeah. <laughs> There's some inconsistencies here, Dr. You're Greer. making sense here. You better stop. <laughs> Way beyond. It's not the buffoonery. Buffoonery. Uh, the Third Reich. This is the high-tech, very dangerous end. Now, this is this to me, is as a doctor, I tell people, this is like a knife. Or, so, you know, I can use a knife to put butter on my bread, or I can use it to slit your throat. Now, so technology is neutral. Only a doctor would be able to yeah, that's that. Right. The consciousness right. and the intention of those who wield it, who have it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> In this situation right now, it's the worst of all worlds. Because you have the most amazing, wonderful technologies in the hands of the worst group 
ever that, that have quite a bit of malice and intention. So this is what I think. Yeah, worst group ever, and I kind of just went to close your yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't intend for it to look like that. First, yes, play on words. UFOs are real. Well, that was known in the 50s, 40s. But now what's behind all that? Unpacking all the detail. And the reason the scientific end of this is so important, even for operation. Okay, I was, when did we start using the term unpack? Like we want to unpack your feelings. You want to unpack. Yeah. Have you heard that term before? I have, yeah. And I can't tell you when I've heard it. I don't. This is like it just came up last year or something. I mean, this less is a term people much smarter than me. I haven't heard it much. So until now, you're right. Yeah, we need to, not in the physical sense, but in the. Mental or thought (laughs) sense. Yeah. Yeah, let's just. Kind of dawned on me. When we start using that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's an okay term. Right. Kind of is that this group of illegal covert human projects, they have surveillance, communication systems, transport systems, and sciences that are, Ben Rich, the week before he died, told James Goodall, you heard him at our conference, last when the last men to talk to him. He says, anything that you've seen in Star Trek and can imagine we've done at the Lockheed Skunk Works. Think about that statement anything on star trek so we have light we have craft that can go out warp speed, warp speed. Um, so we're already are we uh are we exploring other planets are we are we, none in, are we on the mars well there's speculation that we're already on mars yeah, supposedly we were there's a few i've heard a few things where we've been on mars yeah you you listen to a w why WF that guy? Why uh, what? The, with the with the talking goldfish. Oh I, yes, I've you've, I've heard of yeah. You, you I think why, you turned me on yeah. to him. Yes. Um. Uh, he had I listened to uh, about the moon landings about and there's always speculations those never really happened. Right. Right. And um, he usually debunks you know whatever he's talking about at the end and he says yeah they really were or whatever but. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, he listened to the one about the moon landing. Right. And, and he did uh, not try to debunk it. No, and at the end, he's kind of like, this could be, and he's looking at different pictures, and uh, he's, uh, there's Max. Hey, Max. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy. Somebody's getting food delivered. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, and there's another dog out there, too. Oh, is there a dog out yeah, there? Yeah, there's a, uh, uh He can't see out the door. Oh, I think he senses Max had so for every any Max fans out there, I have a couple. Woo! I have a couple. Max had back surgery yeah, this week. Poor guy. That was my week, and on on uh, Monday he had back surgery, and he had a ver- he had a he didn't have his fu- he didn't have a spine fuse. Right. I, I think I told you that. Yeah, shaved. The I was corrected by the neurosurgeon. That is not not. The, but he has four screws. He had a slip disc. He's a bionic dog. He had a slip disc, so he got four screws put in his spine uh, to keep his spine uh, stable. And he's going to go back to what he was doing before, you know, when he was younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully. But <laughs> he seems to be doing better. He's on lead. But it's, it, the problem is, the biggest problem is the haircut. Yeah. Oh. He's really... he. Everybody tells him how beautiful he is and how handsome he is. Right. And he just looks like one of those pool cuts right now. <laughs> and part of his tail, for some right. reason, 
part of his tail had to be shaved off. I don't know if they were going to maybe think that it was... Is that like where they check vitals and stuff? No, that was here. No, in his front leg. And then that's the other thing. His front legs are are shaved, cleared up and everything. That's what happens when you get a homegrown podcast. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Not at that, not at Area 51, but at the desert base. The underground facility. Let's get into the Disclosure Project. (laughs) For 100 plus years, advanced technology has been seized, isolated, and hidden away. This has suppressed the advancement of technology and human progress. The Disclosure Project archives include government documents from the United States, Canada, Australia, Russia, and the UK, 145 top secret facilities and base maps, 755 now, Witness accounts from military, corporate, and government sources, 121 UFO crash retrievals. Wow. Yeah, that's all in our archives. What are some of the 145 top secret facilities that you know about? Well, you know, everyone talks about Area 51. That's an old one. Um, it's still operational. Uh, and particularly, you know, S3, S4, Pahoot uh, Mesa, um, out in Groom Lake. Are these in the U.S.? Yeah, or? this is this is N- Nellis. N- okay, you know that one, um, and that's operational has been since the fifties. Uh, a, a more state of the art one is actually in the Dugway Proving Grounds, which is in Utah. Is this the one that um, Area you disclosed at the at the conference? Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. put a picture up of it right yeah. now. Doug, Dugway. Dugway, and so. Uh, that facility, there's something called the Avery Sector, A-V-E-R-Y, where there are these assets. There's an extraterrestrial vehicle that Dugway. was being studied yeah. there Matt. when one of our <laughs> witnesses, I think he was there in 2009, uh, when that object had been downed. Yeah, they're, they're downed by these electromagnetic pulse weapons because the ET craft are completely electromagnetic. So, um, All of them? you know, a kinetic weapon would not be so effective. Um, missile or a laser, but an electromagnetic pulse or scalar weapon stuns them and they'll come down. Sometimes they crash, sometimes they're intact. If they're intact, then you have the whole thing to study. So that's and the that's 120 of them. Yeah, that's a gift. Where are they? Where are they? Yeah, that's a lot of spaceships. Uh, that is. You know, there's a vast a underground facility there. So they're downing these a- aircraft with basically a directed EMP weapon. Yes, but are more sophisticated than the legal constitutional government would know about because you're going to add to normal EMP, uh, uh, let's call it a, uh, a supercharged part of it that's scalar, what I mentioned before, where it's a point uh, that goes out longitudinally without the waveform. Okay. That. So that's why yeah. you know, light <laughs> propagates at 186,000 miles every second. These are not limited that way because it's a point that goes out straight line. See what I'm saying? Yes. So now you're bypassing, you're exceeding the speed of light. It's essentially teleportation. That's different. We'll get into that if you want to. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, no. That's, that's different. That Star Trek type yeah. of yeah. Uh, energy weapon. Mm-hmm. But it can also be used for communication. And uh, I think in the old days, in the early 20th century, mid-20th century, there were people who stumbled across, and Tesla wrote about scalar waves. So, hold on. Can... So, we're going to stop it right there. <laughs> stop the madness right there. Part three. <laughs> three. Well, we managed to get to 
Um, they still have an hour and 33 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> what did we knock out that? Like, that 30 minutes? We did that th- another 30 another minutes. 30. So, that's, I'll still do a narrative, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that helps you. It does. So, it does. Um, you know, it's, uh, but we really appreciate Sean Ryan. Yes, thank you, um, Sean. He does, he's got one of my favorite interviews. Yeah, same. You know, so um, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Pro Podcast. We welcome questions, comments, or questions, comments, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website, alienprobe.net. You can catch all our episodes there. Twitter and Instagram. We're fairly active on Twitter, not horribly, after right. Matt tells me how to use it. X. X. <laughs> X. X. Sorry. X. I need to put X there. YouTube. Like and subscribe at Alien Probe Podcast. Thanks, Matt, again, hey, for joining. For we got to head off to a MUFON meeting. That's right. Here we and, go. And um, we'll see you next time and watch the sky. That's right.